Welcome to Open to Hope Radio with your host, mother-daughter team, Dr. Gloria and Dr. Heidi Horsley. This show is brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation with the mission of helping people find hope after loss. This show has been edited for your convenience. Now, Open to Hope Radio. Our first guest is Carrie Pike, and our topic is Creative Connections. Carrie decided that she wanted to give her five siblings a special gift after their father died. She hit upon the idea of making them each a bear using his clothes. The bears were so well-received that she went on to found Carrie Bears. Welcome to the show, Carrie. Thank you. Hi, Carrie. It's great to have you on the show. Now, now Heidi was telling me, because Heidi works with the 9-11 folks, that you came to, went to 9-11 to work, uh, make bears for people? We did. We did, actually. Um, early on, um, I started Carrie Bears about 10 years ago and was connected with the University of Utah here through Caring Connections, which is a grief um, counseling program locally where I met. And um, they contacted me. I'm, I'm privileged to be on the board up there. And they contacted me and said, we want to do bears for all of the firefighters and police officers and Port Authority. And Oh, my goodness. How yeah, many did you do? We It was over 400. It was about... I believe 412 after all was said and done and we didn't forget anyone. But so a massive project began and it was, it was incredible. I mean everyone was affected of course by the 9-11 situation and we just had people come out of the woodwork. We had, we couldn't actually get their actual shirts obviously. That would be just too crazy. So we, we um, purchased fabric that they used to make their shirts. And then we had an mm-hmm. incredible contact, a firefighter actually, a contact that was able to get us patches, the um, official patches for both um, Port Authority and NYPD and FDNY, and we were able to put them on all of the bears and personalize each bear. What a great well, idea. Yeah. Well, let me Carrie, you, do you, do you, oh, I was going to say, oh. Carrie, do you know that years, I mean, seven years ago when I was first going in and doing home visits with the fire department, I actually saw one of your bears wow. on a little boy's bed. and had no idea until right now that that was one of your bears. Oh, wow. Yay. They are so wonderful. And he sleeps, he sleeps with it every night. Wow. They're wonderful. Thank you. It was something we could do. I mean, we had, we had people sponsoring the bears so that we could help pay for all of this. And we had like even a scout go out and, and go door to door saying, you know, would you want to sponsor a carry bear for the 9-11 victims and, you know, it was just unbelievable all the hands that went into creating this project and, and I actually flew back to New York to deliver some personally and that was something I'll never forget. Oh, what a, what a wonderful activity and I want to, what's your website? It is www.carriebears.com and Carrie is spelled C-A-R-R-I-E. And, and she's, how many different examples do you have? Oh, um, lots. I mean, I would say mm-hmm. 50 plus. Uh, and people can order for you to make a bear, or could they make their own? Um, you know, I don't have um, the facility for them to make their own, but I'd be happy to make one for them, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so, and you did them. We were just talking about for the whole fire department. I loved your story, Heidi, where you saw, uh, went into, you did therapy. Talk about that a little bit more. You well, I just, I just go, went in. I've been going into the homes of firefighters for the last seven years, and I walked into one of the little boy's rooms, and he had this bear with, that was dressed like a little fire, you know, with the firefighter patch, et cetera, that he slept with every night. 
and it was given to him after his father died, and I just realized that it was one of Carrie's bears as she's describing her bears. <laughs> That's it's so wonderful that it continues, that it mm-hmm. works, you know, they're yeah. comforted. Well, talk a little bit about your experience of going through your dad's closet and how you got this idea. Sure, sure. You know, my mom, after my father died, said, what do I do with all this clothes? And it's a question I think everyone who loses someone wants to know, and and yet they're tied to memories, they're tied to experiences, they're they're they really are their personality of the person that wore them. And In also fact, the smell, right? They also smell like them. And, you know, that's something that just bring back, brings back memories also. Um, so I, I said, Mom, let me just take them and let me see what I can do with them. And I had made bears before just for holiday or different situations that way. And... Um, we had some things going on in the family, and I, I made some bears, and they just really seemed to comfort my siblings. And Well, and I love, Carrie, how you chose different kinds of clothes that he wore, like his church shirt, his white church shirt, and his warm, comfortable old pajamas. I mean, all these right. different things that symbolized your father. Well, and he was a big scouter, and so for my brother, I have one brother, and for my brother, I made the bear out of, his, out of my father's scout shirt. Mm-hmm. And he was thrilled with that. I mean, it's just who my dad was. And then... Um, I actually, from then, I had a dear friend pass away, um, and I, well, her husband passed away and left three little girls, and, you know, same thing, what do I do with everything? And I said, you know what, let me take these flannel shirts and make some berries for your girls, because they, you know, they were so little, six months, twins, six months, and a three-year-old, and I, they won't remember, but they can hold on to something, and they can sleep with something at night, and, and so... We did that, and then it kind of just kept mushrooming, and I had a cousin die and left her two young boys, and then, you know, I decided, you know, this is something that can really help people, and I just started Carrie Bears, and I have well, loved and, it. And that's the other thing, Carrie. I mean, at night when we're all alone and we can't hold them, it's it's really hard. And yeah. to be able to hold a bear and hug a bear and think about that person is the next best thing to having them there. Right. Thank you. And and the tagline, too, of, of Carrie Bears is, is something to hold on to. That's Uh-oh. exactly what it is. It's, you know, it's just something that can fill the empty arms of those who are grieving and, and maybe take just a little bit of the sting away, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, who else have you made bears for besides your family and the, uh, the firefighters? The firefighters was, I assume, your biggest project. You know, it was in the time frame that it that was done in, and we had, again, many hands go into that. It was unbelievable. But, you know, um, last year we did over 300 bears, and it just continues. I, I'll, I do them all over the country. I'll get someone from Akron, Ohio, gets word of my bears through either like a hospice situation or group counseling, and then all of a sudden I'll have 20 orders from Akron, Ohio. So a lot of it is just, you know, word of mouth, but also through grief counseling programs and, and hospice situations. So, and, and I love all the different bears you can do. You can do little bears with skirts and sweaters, and you can put, like, the university, a university that the person liked on the bear. I mean, there's so many different creative examples that you have and, you know, bears on the site that people can go look at. Thank you. Yeah, I try to incorporate everything in the shirt or article of clothing that they give me that means something, you know, because that's, again, who that person was and and who they want to hold on to. And and so that's what we do. You know, some people, it's amazing how, and I'm sure you both run into this, how even the child, the little child and the 80-year-old person, they grieve. You know, they may grieve differently, obviously, but I've had a little boy whose father died who 
wanted me to put on the back, you know, love you big and big, because that's what his dad always said, uh, and mm-hmm. and that's who his dad was. But then I've also had an eight-year-old walking around in a walker holding her bear of her husband and missing him. So right. mm-hmm. it's the whole the and whole that's gamut. the other thing you do is you can, if you want, you can put photos on, on the, you sew photos into the back of the bears or messages. Right, yeah. And you don't have to, of course, but it's something, you know, many people just put their nickname of what that person called them or, you know, anything that they, our catchphrase that was just kind of who they were, just remember, so... So do you have any, any? Uh, how is it, do you actually work on them yourself? I actually make them myself, yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, uh, I know when I get people's books, I get a lot of books for the Shaw Heidi, and I do, and I really feel like um, it's almost sacred that they have written this oh. material that they are giving me. Um, I, I, don't, I don't feel like, it doesn't feel like a Barnes & Noble experience to me when I get a book. I, it really feels heart-wrenching. I can imagine. So yeah. how, do, how are you with these materials? And oh, it's content? so, you know, I've had people come into my living room even we sit and talk, and I'm so privileged to hear their story because, you know, everyone has a different story to tell, and they all mean so much. And many a time we'll sit and cry together and, and talk about what this shirt meant to them or, you know, what trip they took together that he was wearing this shirt or, you know, that kind of thing. And a lot of times it's very hard for them to part with something so tangible. But I think the sweetest experience is when I can give it back to them and they can hold it and love it and, and have something of those that they've lost. Now, if I want to, if I want to get a Carrie Bear, how do I get a hold of you? On the website, there is, um, a button that just says, you know, creating your Carrie Bear and that gives you some examples and then also an order form. And it has um, a mailbox, a P.O. box that you can send it, or you can call me. There's a phone number as well as an email address. And my email address is Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E, Bears, again, B-E-A-R-S, at Juno.com. So you're in Salt Lake City, Utah? Right. Yep. But but with the email and telephone and everything, I could call you up and cry over the phone with you, right? Absolutely. And many a time we do that, too. You know, I don't know these people, but they're sharing something so tender and Having been through the grieving process myself, it's just something that we can connect with and something that we can create for them to hold. That is great. Well, it's such a great idea. What are your plans for the future? Are you going to move on with Carrie Bears, or are you going to just stay with the Bears, or do you have any any plans? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, you know, it just continues to grow and grow. Um, I know this is going to sound funny, but family, My, I have five boys, and they actually know how to stuff a bear, and um, mm-hmm. my husband's great at cutting out. We just we continue, and I have lots of people that are willing to help me and, and continue to, to make a difference. So Well, and I've noticed you, you have hearts also that people can buy. Right. Sometimes we just, you know, in fact, it came because my grandmother died, and everyone wanted a piece of this dress that she always wore, but I couldn't make a bear for all the cousins out of this dress. So I made these little padded heart ornaments. And just said, you know, this is a piece of who you can have of Grandma. Mm. Place it on the tree or put it on a doorknob or whatever, just to remind you of her. Have you ever thought about sewing patterns and kits? You know, um, I have not thought about that. Because I'm thinking there are people out there who might want to cut out their own fabrics and stuff using your patterns. Right. And that's a possibility, too. It's a new business for you, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) 
because <laughs> I love the idea of working with those things. It's a, a really wonderful idea. And I know there are a lot of people out there who have got these items. I talk to them all the time. They have them stuffed in plastic bags and, you know, put away, and they're not sure what to do with them. And, and you know, emptying the closet in the room is always a tough time of when to do it. And we always like to say there's no time frame, right, Heidi? Absolutely. And like you said, it's it's the idea of what are we going to do with these things once we move them and where are we going to move them and we don't want to throw them away because once we do or give them away because then we'll never get them back. So the idea of making bears out of all this is such a great idea. Yeah, it really is. Well, Carrie, thank, thank you so much you. for being on the show. My pleasure. It's great and congratulations on your work and all you're doing for people and, and also it's a great legacy for your dad, isn't it, Heidi? Oh, absolutely. It is. It's a treasure. Thank you so I'm, much. I'm sure your dad would be very proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Carrie. Carrie. Have a great day. You've been you listening too. to Healing the Grieving Heart. I'm your host, Dr. Glory Horsley, with my co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Please stay tuned for our next segment. Uh, we want to thank uh, Carrie Pike for being on our show. We're going to continue to talk about creative connections, and we're going to talk with Jenna Badley um, and Nancy Gershom. Jenna's uh, a researcher who talks about creatively rewriting your own grief stories, and Nancy, who talks about uh, collages and, and doing things with photos that will help you to be creative and, and move on in your grief. You can reach us through the griefblog.com as well as the Open to Hope website. These shows can all be downloaded on iPod. Please stay tuned for more. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Hello, this is Dr. Heidi Horsley, host of Healing the Grieving Heart. Have you lost meaning and purpose in your life since your loved one died? Does each day feel like an effort? You do not have to go through this difficult time alone. As a bereaved sibling and licensed psychologist with over 15 years' experience, I will work with you in a collaborative, supportive way. If you live in the New York Tri-State area, you can contact me at 917-338-6396 or email me at drheidihorsley at gmail.com. That's drheidihorsley at gmail.com. To learn more about my private practice, visit my website at www. DrHeidiHorsley.com. Thank you. Hello, my name is Neil Chesick. I'm the executive editor for the Open to Hope Foundation and author of the book Father Loss, How Sons Deal with the Death of Their Dad. As editor of the foundation, it's my job to find writers for our website, writers who would like to contribute their articles, poetry, and personal stories about grief, loss, hope, and recovery. If you'd like to write for our website, please contact me. You can do that by visiting opentohope.com and click on the category Write for Us. Then you can start bringing your words, your stories, to our fast-growing audience around the world. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. And now we rejoin Dr. Gloria and Dr. Heidi on Healing the Grieving Heart. Welcome back to Healing the Grieving Heart. For those of you just joining us today,
You have been listening to Open to Hope Radio. You can sign up for our newsletter, Facebook, and Twitter on our homepage at opentohope.com.